Hey folks, welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. I am your host, Kevin Marshall. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I really do appreciate it. I thank you. Every time I get on the podcast and I see how many people's listening, it tickles me to death. I'm thrilled to have you all with me. And here's what I need you to do. I don't want you to give me any money. I don't want you to go to any kind of a Patreon account. I don't want you to try to send me any cash or anything. I'm paying for all this. This is purely for, well, it's probably a little egotistical, but I do enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy it too. And if you do, which I can only assume you do because you're listening to the show right now, Get your buddies, get your friends. You have buddies, you have friends. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it that you're such a great person that you have buddies and you have friends. I'm guaranteeing that you have that. Right? You've got buddies, you got friends. Get their damn phones out of their hands. So let me see your phone. I'm not going to look at your pictures. I'm not going to see if you got any nudies in there. I want to show you something. And get the podcast app, whatever it happens to be. If it's an iPhone, Show them where it is on iTunes or get the Apple Podcast app. Look up Kevin's Podcast Show. Show them how to listen to it. Google Play, Google Phones, Android devices, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, any of those. Anywhere you can find podcasts, pretty much you can find this podcast. So get their devices, get their phones, get their iPads, get their tablets, get their computers, set it up for them. Show them how to listen to the show. Spread this stuff around and we'll go from dozens and dozens of listeners to hundreds and hundreds of listeners. Well, that's my goal anyway. And I want to hear from you guys. I really, really want to hear from you. So if you have a Twitter account, some of you do, some of you don't. If you have a Twitter account, go to at Podcast Kevin. No underscores or anything. It's all one word. At Podcast Kevin. Tweet me out something. If you tweet me a question, I'll answer it on the air. I promise. I'll answer it on Twitter, but I'll I'll also answer it on the air. I promise. And if you're on Facebook, just go up in the search bar, type in Kevin's Podcast Show, and you should get the Facebook page. Leave a message there. Comment there. And I'll answer it. Whatever you want to, and if you've got a subject that you want to hear about, you've got a particular segment that you like or that you enjoy, let me know. And you can also, if you want to send me something super long or pictures or something like that, you can send me an email at uh, Kevin's Podcast Show at gmail.com. Kevin's Podcast Show, all one word, all lower caps, Kevin's Podcast Show at gmail.com. Send me an email. Send me a long email. Rant if you want. I don't care. I'll listen. I'll read. I'm okay with it. And if you like the Unknown Redneck, which a lot of people do, you can get him on Twitter too. Um, You can get his tweets and Twitters at RedneckUnknown. At RedneckUnknown. No underscores. All one word. At RedneckUnknown. And you can also send him an email. The Unknown Redneck. All one word, all lower caps, the unknown redneck at gmail.com. Shoot us a line, folks. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. 
whatever you want to bitch about, whatever you want to complain about, or whatever you want to give us kudos for. Either way, and speaking of kudos, if you happen to be on an Apple device of some kind, like an iPhone or an iPad, go over to iTunes, give us a rating, and make sure it's at least four or five stars and all the stars. All the stars you can give us, give us all the stars. I'd really appreciate it. Or if you think the show's shitty, just give us one star and bitch about it. Whatever. I'll read it. I guarantee you, if you leave a rating and you leave a review, I will read it. And there's one other way you can reach me. You can go on to the Anchor Podcast app. Very easy to use if you're interested in your own podcast. That's an easy way to do it. We'll get to that later. Of course, there's going to be a commercial for that later. They sponsor the show, and, well, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, you can go on to the podcast app, the Anchor Podcast app, and you can leave me a message, a voicemail, just a voicemail. You can just speak right into your phone. Say whatever you want to say. If you want me to use it on the air, I'll be happy to put it on the air, and I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter to an extent. I'm not going to let somebody go in there and talk about, say, something stupid like racism and spout a bunch of homophobic racist stuff because somebody might do that. But otherwise, you can say whatever you want. You can complain about how bad the show is or how tell me how great the show is or whatever you want to do. You put it on that message. I'll be happy, 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 happy to play it on the air. And if you leave a voicemail and you don't want it to be played on the air, just say, I, I don't want this to be played on the air. You just want to give me a message. Okay, I won't do it. I absolutely won't play it on the air. I promise you that. Okay, let's get into the show. And today... We're going to talk about the uh, Venezuelan socialist president, Maduro. Uh, They're having a hell of a time down there in Venezuela. And we're going to have a little bit of news versus news for this one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the spectacular KPS Arena. Let's get ready to rumble. We have a new contender today. This will be the French 24. I think it's called France 24 News Agency. And this is a little audio from their report on the whole Venezuelan crisis and Venezuelan President Maduro and his attempts to shut down the border and pretty much just cause a bunch of chaos. Let's hear what what they have to say. Traffic jams for as far as the eye can see. Venezuelan security forces have set up roadblocks in an effort to show their allegiance to Nicolas Maduro's government and to slow down Venezuelans headed to the nation's borders after the opposition called on them to create a humanitarian convoy this coming Saturday. Okay, just FYI, we are sending about 50 tons, that's 50 tons, of aid to Venezuela. That was in the appropriation bill that uh, opened the government back up this is the last time that Donald Trump signed, and that was part of the deal, was 50 tons of aid. So it'd be like food, medicine, that sort of thing, because there's a crisis in that country. They're falling all the hell in a handcart, and anybody who out, who's out there that's listening, this is socialism. This is socialism, okay? This is socialism. That's where we're going if we stick with people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Or Bernie Sanders, or Kamala Harris, or Cory Booker. You get the idea. 
We were at a roadblock on the way to San Antonio. Not San Antonio in the United States. We don't have a monopoly on San Antonio's. Near the border with Colombia, soldiers want to stop people here so they don't join the Great March. Maduro's days are numbered. He's disgraceful. Do you still want socialism? Look, this is just a taste of what happens every day. The violence. Nothing is achieved. We're victims of this on a daily basis. Do you still think that free, quote, free education for everybody, health care for everybody, taking money from the rich and giving to the poor, do you still think it works? These are the people that's living socialism, okay? These are actual people who live in a socialist society. With tensions running high, scuffles with National Guards broke out at a roadblock. Opposition leader Juan Guaido also left Caracas in a convoy, with the goal of making the 800-kilometer trip to the Colombian border, where U.S. aid is being stockpiled. See, I'm not real happy about us giving aid to other countries either. I mean, I know it's the neighborly thing to do, but it shouldn't be done through the government. Somehow or another... We should have a mechanism for doing that, say, oh, I don't know, the Red Cross, the International Red Cross, or one of the other charitable organizations that you could, oh, I don't know, Doctors Without Mortars, or something like that, instead of having to go through the government agency, that is to say, take my money. What if I'm the kind of person that wants to be an asshole, and I don't want to give any money to anybody in Venezuela? Maybe I'm anti-Venezuelan, but you're taking my tax dollars and you're sending down 50 tons of aid, whether I like it or not. That's the part that I don't like. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying I don't like the government taking my money and deciding how to be benevolent with it. And it's a lot easier to be benevolent with somebody else's money. Meanwhile, Nicolas Maduro has closed the Brazilian border and is thinking of doing the same with the Colombian one. He's blocked the aid, saying he doesn't lead a nation of beggars and that it's a precursor to a U.S. military intervention. Let me say this about the socialist country of Venezuela. I disagree with it. I disagree with the way they run their country, but it is their country. And if these people that are down there protesting and have opposition and all these things to Maduro, they want to take over their country, they want to have an uprising, whether it's violent or peaceful, that's their business. And Maduro's not wrong when he says that the United States has a precursor for doing this aid. It's not just the benevolence of the U.S. taxpayer. It's not just how wonderful we are and we're going to help you out. We're going to send some aid down there and we're going to give you some food and some medicine and that sort of thing. No, it's to curry favor with the opposition so that we're able to bring about change that we want down there. Now, is it a, a necessarily a fact that they're going to have a military operation down there? No, because if they can have, if they can send down all this aid and, and rabble rouse and get these people excited, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not on Maduro's side here. I want you to understand that, but I'm not on the side of the United States sending a bunch of stuff down there with the idea of trying to monkey around with their business because it's wrong. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. We shouldn't be messing around with other countries' business. And if they have, uh, you know, if they end up having a civil war or something, God forbid, down there, then they have it. We had ours. They can have the, theirs. And we don't have to be in the middle of it. Yeah, the president said he has accepted seven and a half tons of medicine from Russia. A set of medical supplies is arriving by air, brought through technical cooperation between Venezuela and the Russian Federation. 
Now that's some Russian collusion. The clash over humanitarian aid has become the focal point of Maduro and Guaido's power struggle, one that is testing the military's allegiances. As the clock ticks down to what the opposition is calling D-Day for humanitarian aid, Venezuelans wait with bated breath to see if the military will forcefully stop much-needed food and medicine from coming into the country. And our next report is going to be from Al Jazeera on Maduro and Venezuela. Caravan of opposition deputies scuffle with National Guardsmen trying to block their way to the Colombian border. That's where opposition leader Juan Guaido vows to defy the government's prohibition to bring in tons of food and medicine donated by the United States and others. Pretending that humanitarian aid is not going to reach Venezuela is an act of cruelty. President Maduro insists he can provide for his countrymen and says shipments of medicine from Russia and China have just arrived. You know, on the one hand, Maduro says that this is not a country of beggars and he doesn't need any aid or want any aid from the United States because he thinks that that's going to be a precursor to some kind of military action. But he takes aid from Russia and China, so it's a little bit hypocritical, don't you think? To prevent opponents from attempting to bring in stockpile supplies from neighboring Brazil, he's ordered the border sealed until further notice. I wonder if he has a wall. Hmm. But so far here in Táchira, the border with Colombia remains open, and thousands of volunteers have been crossing into Cúcuta. They say they're preparing to confront the armed forces to bring food and medicine back into Venezuela on Saturday when Guaidó gives the word. We know the government has blocked the bridge with containers, but we're here to make it possible to bring in that humanitarian aid by whatever means necessary. Guaidó says he'll be bringing the supplies across four bridges here in Táchira, as well as two ports in northern Venezuela. Exactly how the U.S.-backed opposition plans to do it without being stopped is still a mystery. And that's exactly what's raising the suspense and the tension on both sides of the border. Okay, those were some interesting reports coming from a couple of different foreign sources. And they look at things a little different than we do. And it's not our normal media outlets, you know. We see things all the time through the lens of Americans. But sometimes it's good to listen to them from other countries and see what they have to say. Anyway, we're going to make this short, quick, and to the point because we're running a little bit long on the news versus news side today. Uh, So we're just going to do away with the fact that we know that Alton Wright's going to vote for one side and Mohammed Mike's going to vote for the other. And it's going to come down to me anyway because I am the referee. I am the judge, jury, and executioner. And so I will make a decision right now. We have three different rounds of this World Boxing uh, uh, Council's news versus news situation. And we have a new contender, which was, I believe they call themselves French 24. It may be France 24. You can Google it. But anyway, I believe it's French 24. And then the other one is Al Jazeera, who has actually been a champion in the past. So, for as far as the facts of the case are, are concerned, they were pretty close. I mean, this was, you know, but it is a 10-point must system. So, I'm going to go ahead and give the facts of the case. I'm going to score that one 10-9 for French 24. On the style of it, 
I actually liked Al Jazeera's style was uh, pretty good, so I'm going to go 10-9 to Al Jazeera. And the objectiveness, also very tight, because they really don't have a dog in the race either way. So I'm going to say that the objectiveness is going to go to French 24. So we're going to go with uh, 28 to 29 in a split decision. And today's champion, first-time newcomer, French 24. And now let's take a little short break and come back for the Unknown Redneck. Hey friends, Unknown Redneck here on Kevin's Podcast Show. Let me tell you what happened to me the other day. I come in from working down there at the woodworking factory, and I seen Cheryl down on all fours in the middle of the living room all sprawled out there, and I said, what in the world are you doing? And she said, I'm doing that Yogi Bear exercising. Yogi Bear. Don't even know what that's supposed to mean. But anyhow, that's what she said she's doing, and I said, well, what in the world do you call that? And she said, it's called the Downward Dog. And I said, downward dog, you don't look like no dog nor nothing like that. You look like a triangle. Well, anyhow, I reckon it's working because she's lost 11 pounds. And she's tickled to death and I'm tickled to death for her. Honey, I told her she didn't need to lose no weight because she is pretty enough to start with. But she's convinced she needs to lose some more. So I reckon we'll just keep right on eating clean. And I ain't happy about it because I ain't had no beans and taters in almost a week. And honey, let me tell you what I'm having. I'm having beans and tater withdrawals. That's exactly right. And biscuit and gravy withdrawals, too, because she ain't made none of that, because evidently, that ain't clean either. I thought she washed everything before she cooked it, and I don't understand how none of that works, because I don't know how to cook, so I gotta depend on whatever she makes, and that's what I'm gonna have to eat. But anyhow, I guess I'll have to have to deal with it, or else go down there to the Hardee's or to the McDonald's and get me something to eat. But anyhow, I ain't happy about it. And them youngins, old Starla Jean and that little Frenchy feller, you know what? John Luke, Jean Luke, John, you know, that Frenchy feller she's getting married to, they got all that worked out. I reckon they got their invitations picked out, and they got their church picked out. She's got her dress picked out, and they got their first song picked out. I can't help falling in love with you. I offered to sing it for them. You know, I got a pretty good singing voice right there. It's almost as good as the king, but I guess they decided they'd just have it uh, recorded and play it out like that. They said they wanted me to dance with some of them, so I guess maybe that's why they didn't want me up there singing. I wouldn't have any time to dance. But anyhow, Kurt Angle, still wearing that devilish do-rag around. Got some kind of hair grease on there, trying to grow his hair out, and his beard still looks patchy as everything, and I believe that I seen some blue on that rat tail he's got on the back that he calls a man bun. I'm so aggravated with him. I ain't even trying to take him down there with us on that cruise, but anyhow, he's still hanging around with that little blue-haired girlfriend of his, Joanne. She's nice enough, but daggone, somebody don't eat meat, and they something ain't right about that. Anyhow, that's just a little update from the Unknown Redneck, and you know where I am. Yeah, it's time for the shout-outs on Kevin's podcast show. First, we want to give a shout-out to Anchor Podcast App. That's how that I do my show. If you ever want to get a podcast of your own, I highly recommend Anchor Podcast App. On Facebook, check out Weird Tennessee. That's sponsored by Mike Wood, Tennessee Libertarian Party on Facebook. Also, check out Hybrid Fitness, buddy of mine, Danny Ramsey, in New Tazewell, Tennessee. If you've got your need to lift heavy shit, go see Danny. Also, some podcast, Shift Ender Podcast, as always, with Drew McSalty. His last episode, number six, has a co-host of Morton Salt. That's a very good episode. I highly recommend that one. 
And also the Unusual Buddha podcast. Check the chill with the Unusual Buddha. And on YouTube, don't forget, Greasy Rock Paranormal Channel. And we're going to interview some of those guys in a future episode. And Jason Albert TV, super funny, super smart, Superman. And also, don't forget that the Unknown Redneck, he has a YouTube channel. Just Google him. You can find him. And this has been the shout-outs on Kevin's Podcast Show. Okay, like most of the country, East Tennessee, Tennessee in general, has been inundated with all kinds of rain. Now, you used to say when you got a good rain that you were paying the preacher. Well, evidently, we're paying the preacher too daggone much money. But anyway, it's covered it around here. There's been a lot of flash flooding, and there's been even a couple of deaths reported. It's been bad. It's been bad, folks, and uh, mudslides and that sort of thing. And when all this rain finally recedes, we're going to have one hell of a mess on our hands. Probably going to cost us a lot of money to get it fixed. And, well, that's just part of dealing with nature because, you know, we can't fight nature. We can only live with her. That's the only way we can do it. And for all the people out there who's been rained upon and flooded out and all those sort of things, my heart goes out to you. I'm asking all of you, I'm not a big religious kind of guy, but, you know, give the people, if, you, if you're if you a praying type person, send up some prayers. And if you've got some sort of a charity that you can give to that you feel in your heart you need to give to, then you should give to. I'm not going to suggest one, but I'm going to say maybe go check on a neighbor. Maybe if you've got an elderly person that lives close to you, you might want to check on them, make sure they're not flooded out. Make sure they got power and they've got heat and they've got food and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, just just be good neighbors. Be good people. It's about time that America started being Americans again. I'm tired of this whole, you know, I hate you and you hate me and my butt hurts and I'm snowflakey and I'm going to melt if you say something wrong to me and it'd be horrible. <laughs> It'd be just horrible. It wouldn't really be horrible. You know, what happened to the whole saying about sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Never hurt me. But somewhere down the line in the last, especially in the last, I don't know, 12 years or so, ever since kind of when Obama took office, and and I'm really picking on Obama. I, I didn't necessarily care for him as a president, but, you know, he was president. He was my president, whether I liked him or not, he was my president, and I didn't want him to do bad, because if he did bad, then the country did bad, and by that virtue, I would do bad. So, I wanted him to do well, but honestly, race relations, which you thought might be better since he was half black, would be better, but they weren't. They were horrible, and I don't know that it's necessarily his fault. Maybe there was a kind of a backlash amongst people who were... Maybe had that undercover racism thing going on. Maybe maybe there was a few more of those out there than people thought. I don't know. That's the argument sometimes. But um, as Adam Carolla is fond of saying, there's never been a better time to be a racist because you can hide nowadays. It's, it's you know, because people are so quick to be offended and quick to be judged and quick to say, oh, that's racist or that's homophobic or whatever whatever you want to 
call somebody out on. It's, you know, words can't hurt you, folks. I mean, I've been called a fat ass a bunch of times. It's not hurt me. Might hurt my feelings, but it didn't hurt me. Yeah, I wasn't physically debilitated because of it. And you're not going to get hurt if somebody calls you by some kind of a stereotype. You know, if you're a Jew and they call you a Jew and or a kike even or something like that, that's an old school kind of racist remark. But, you know, if they say something like that or if they talk about how money grubbing you are or something like that and you're a jew you know let it roll off your back it's water off a duck's back it's what it should be if you're black and they talk about you being late for everything let it roll off your back you know if you're mexican hispanic they talk about you you know uh stealing things and and that sort of thing let it roll off your back man and if you're white and they say you got white privilege well fuck that we don't have white privilege see there i am i'm triggered upset over nothing over nothing. And that's what it all is. It's nothing. If somebody offends you, who gives a shit? Who cares what other people think? Why does it bother you that somebody whose opinion they spout it out and they don't mean anything to you? Why does it matter? If it was your mom saying that, then maybe that might hurt your feelings and that might be really offensive and you might really take offense to that. But if it's a coworker, who cares? All I've got to do is work with them. All I got to go in is do my time and go home. You know, I don't have to be pleasant with these people. I'm fond of saying this. You can pay me to do my job, but you can't pay me to like somebody. And you can't. There's a lot of people I don't like. And I am quite sure there's a lot of people who don't like me. But that's okay. Because we're all human. We all have our little feelings. And we all have our particular way of thinking about things. And it's okay. Because... That's not hurting anybody. It doesn't hurt anybody for me to think the way I think. And it doesn't hurt anybody for you to think the way you think. So just keep thinking it. And you got to remember this, that struggle doesn't have a color. And when you're struggling, it doesn't matter if you're white, you're black, brown, red, yellow, any of the colors, any of the... Any of the pigmentations, it doesn't matter. You struggle the same as everybody else. And... Being born white doesn't make you better, doesn't give you a leg up, doesn't give you another opportunity. If you're born to privilege, you're born to privilege, and it doesn't matter what color you are. So anyway, that's just a little rant and just a little uh, little thought from me about how America's going today. And I get so tired of people being offended. And even old, old Ocasio-Cortez, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, even though somehow or another I got banned from Twitter for 24 hours, shamey, shamey on me, all because of her Twitter, because I know that's the ones that were deleted, and it had to be she, her or somebody in her crew must have complained about it. I called her a dumbass, but I don't know why it hurt her feelings. I don't know why she cares what I say. I'm nothing. Nothing to her, for sure. But she got offended, so there you go. And that's where we are in America right now. So I'm just saying... To the dozens and dozens of listeners that I have out there, quit being offended. Quit taking things to heart. You see something on TV that you don't like? This is something my dad taught me, and he taught me while he was preaching. He was a preacher, and this is what he said. He said, if you if you see something on TV, and you're offended by it, and you know what's right, and you know what's wrong, there's a knob on that butt, on that TV, which we don't have knobs anymore, but we've got remotes. But there's a knob on that TV, and it's got a place for you to change the channel. Or to turn it off. So if you see something on TV that you're offended by, don't get out your 
poison pen and fire off some kind of a strongly worded email to somebody or go on Twitter and bitch crap and moan on there. Just turn it. There's so much so much for you to watch and do and all that stuff. And that applies to people too. You don't have to hang around with people. I know that if you've got a job, you've got to work with people. And there, there should be a certain amount of mutual respect there for you to be able to work. I get that part. But you don't have to hang out with them in the break room. You don't have to have conversations with them. Hell, most people's buried in their cell phones anyway. And they don't have to fool with nothing like that. So, a little preachy episode right here is just to say, quit being mean to one another. And if somebody is mean to you, let it go. Just like Elsa. Just let it go. Anyway, that's the end of the show. We're going to get off here right now. And I just want to say that I appreciate everybody listening. I surely do. And we're going to try to grow this little podcast into something else. So this is my covenant to you. I believe that if you listen to me and I listen to you, I can make you famous and you can make me famous. I believe that. So let's do it. Anyway, until next time, I'm going to try to put out an episode on Friday too. We'll see how that works out. And if I can get it out there, I can. I'm going to try to get maybe cut down some of this um uh paranormal stuff i got a couple of stories on some um that i recorded a couple of interviews with some fellas i'm gonna try to cut those down maybe have those on friday but anyway until next time it's gonna be deuces and duck lips i am not a tribal citizen uh i had a good conversation last week with Chief Baker, who is chief of the Cherokee tribes, and I told Chief Baker uh, that I am sorry that I extended confusion about tribal citizenship and tribal sovereignty and for harm caused. I am also sorry for not being more mindful of this uh, decades ago. Tribes and only tribes determine tribal citizenship.